synchronize your watches, everyone. It's episode 28. 28 of the Fetch Everyone Weekly Podcast. How are you doing? A up. FetchEveryone.com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers, and everyone else. Some websites put their best features behind a paywall. Dun, dun, dun. That's not very nice of them. We don't do that. Everything on Fetch is free for you, lovely Fetchies. And we're sponsored by Ron Hill Specials, and we've got some exciting news, um, some very kind of put your sunglasses on sort of news about our Fetch anniversary shirts that are coming up a bit later on. Um, but Ron Hill Specials will be the lucky people manufacturing our, our anniversary shirts. I'm sure they'll all be doing it in their sunglasses. And they make club kit, they make event kit, they make anything you want. You just send them a drawing on the back of a fag packet and they will magic it into being. Isn't that right? Drawings are accepted, not on fag packets. So. Yeah, you could send them a Photoshop file or whatever, but I'm just thinking, just showing how what their brilliance really, mm. just, you know, what, mm. just exactly what they're capable yeah. of doing. So, uh, there's a link in the show notes, but if you Google Ron Hill specials, they're a lovely company. We say this every week. They're very friendly, have a nice family feel to them. So uh, we enjoy working with them. They're UK based. So your FET shirts are not manufactured in uh, another country far off somewhere with, with people not being paid very much. They're made in Mansfield, I think it is in Nottinghamshire. So where the people are paid plentifully and the world is lovely. <laughs> So go and check those those guys out now. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast with your questions, comments, etc. And this week we'll be talking about the Bedford Bridges Challenge, Fetch Shirts and Fetch Fest 2020. I think we'll touch upon that a little bit. So speaking of which, how are you doing, Katie? Are you Where are you, by the way? <laughs> I'm here. Good. I'm here. Um, I've got another kind of minor ailment, which just seems to be a bit of a theme. Where is it this time? <laughs> it's in my throat this time. Um, it's kind of frustrating. Extremely frustrating, I'd go with, actually. Yeah. Um, but it's minor. Is your common or garden sore throat? It's just a sore thing. throat. I've had yeah. nothing else, no snottiness or anything like that. Um, it sort of segued straight from the ears right into that throat. Um, and yeah, I felt a bit grotty yesterday in terms of tiredness, but then I hadn't slept very well. So, yeah. um, anyway, well, like happy G says, still, so good apologies good. for the, the sort of smacky squelchy. Yeah. That noise. <laughs> smacky squelchy. <laughs> um, noises, but, um, I'm afraid I need it to get through. Yeah. Like happy G says, if it's. Still, if it's moving, you're still improving. So if your injuries are moving around your body, that's all right. Just just like some sort of pinball, internal injury pinball thing yeah. going on with you. Um, but hopefully... It, yeah. Hopefully it will just bugger off now because we're going on holiday in about a week and a half and we've been saving hard and really looking forward to it. So just yeah. want it to be nice, really. So... um um. So I haven't swum since the swoosh, apart from a bit of dipping in the sea, and um, haven't felt like it, and now I just don't even know whether I want to do it 
don't want to make anything worse. Um, and I haven't yogurt, and there's absolutely no reason for that at all, apart from just not getting back in the swing of of things. But I have been running. I've done a bit of running this last week, including the Bedford Bridges Challenge, which was lovely. Yeah. Well, I think everybody goes, well, the majority go through that, like, after the big event, mm. a bit of a lull and a bit of yeah. a bit of recovery time as well. Bit of a slump. And obviously, with your ear issue, you're a bit nervous about yeah. swimming on it, but you had that checked out and that's all okay. So. I've had my ears looked at. Yeah. They're all right. Good. The usual comments about wax. We won't go into those. No. So that's, well, you know, you've, you've done some running again, which is something that had to go on a, a bit of a back burner. So yeah. um, what are you thinking... Have you got what, what? What's the big idea, Katie? <laughs> I haven't got a big idea at the moment. Um, another aquathlon is approaching, and um, it, yeah, it's looking unlikely. It's this Thursday, the next month, so I'm not sure. Um, I think I'm just. You know what? I'm. I think just just see. Go with the flow. Yeah. This week and um, next, and then a holiday, and then. Yeah, we'll see what's what's happening. I've got no, I've got no oomph to really worry about it at the moment. I think I'm just yeah. going to see what happens. I'm I'm all for recovering after big events, and so yeah. I'm going to recover, and then and then it'll come to me. I'm sure one day what I want to do. Well, we're going to do a lot of flinging ourselves around on holiday, aren't we? So mm. that'll hopefully springboard us into some kind of uh, yeah. There is that next little, plan. Um, there's that little sprint aquathlon they do there, isn't there? It's a, like oh. a two hundred meters in the pool and then fling yourself around the the um, lagoon, isn't it? Yeah, three k or five k run. Or I think it's three k. Yeah. yeah, it's really, it's really, really sprinty. Yeah. Um, in the midday, Lanzarote and sun. Um, yeah, so I'll probably do that. I think. Will you do that? I'll give it a go. Yeah, I'm, I'm usually yeah. kind of last or last but one out of the the swimming pool. Don't forget your goggles. No, no, I won't do that. Well, I, I did one year, didn't I? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but last time we were there. Yeah, who does that sort of thing? You oh. do. Uh, yeah. So what about you? How's your how's your little how's your little baby calf doing? My little baby calf has grown into a, a unruly teenage calf. No, that's not really true. No, it's a, yeah, it's a very well-behaved well. teenager. It's the yeah. kind of weird teenager who, like, does what it's told and doesn't make too much noise and all Converses. of those things. Converses. Yes, it's well, yeah, no, except it's no, it's not talking to me. It's okay. being very quiet. So I've run, um, I did three miles on Tuesday or Wednesday, sort of without any walking breaks, and it was fine. And then the Bridges Challenge, the official route was five and a half miles, and I ended up running closer to seven miles. Um, so more than double. So it's not not the ideal kind of gently easing into mileage again. But um, well, you were the sheepdog, weren't you? Yeah, and and you know what? It was quite fun, just yeah. sort of running back and forth between the different groups and making sure mm. everybody didn't get lost. And then we got to the pub and don't talk about it too much because we've got to talk about it in a minute. Okay, all right. But anyway, the good news is is that my calf is behaving itself and looking forward to sort of gradually increasing my yeah my my running so the the whole rest of july i think is just going to be about gradually getting back into doing some miles and not worrying about any speed or anything like mm -hmm. that um so i expect i'll do a little bit of faster running while i'm on holiday um 
can't keep up with those those Danish. Yeah. Um, not the pastries, the people. <laughs> so that's me really just sort of getting back into it a little bit. How about you, Fetchies? How are you doing? Well, they're a bit quiet today, aren't they? Yes. Um, <laughs> it's almost as if it's just kind of one-way medium. Yeah. Um, so we've had some nice comments on the thread. Lots and lots of people congratulated the swishers. So thank you very much for that. And on behalf of the other swishers, thank you very much. Um, I think it's safe to say that we all absolutely loved it. Um, and we're all, we're all recovering. Um, I do just want to, to give an extra plug to um, Silver Shadow and LC2's Just Giving page. Um, so if you, if you just do Just Giving and Sylvia Jones and even include Move or 5K Your Way or one of those um, other things, you will find your way to um, the page. They've done really, really well with their um, fundraising. They're just over a thousand pounds now and they'd really, <clears throat> excuse me, they'd really like to get to 1,250. So can we do that, Fetchies? Can we give them that final push? That would be really lovely. And it really is a great cause. And Sylvia, um, Silver Shadow, um, had treatment last year for breast cancer and is now an ambassador for 5K Your Way and um, has done a lot to help other people keep moving during their cancer treatment, which is invaluable and research is showing that it's, it's, it's really very good for you to do that. Yeah. Um, so go and have a look at that. And if you can spare a couple of pounds, that would be absolutely awesome. We had a few comments about the evocative seaside noises and the little waves on the, on the sand yeah, and on the pebbles. Sounds of children running around shrieking and that yeah. sort of thing. It's kind of... It's a nice... It's a lovely sound. It yeah. felt very relaxing when we were standing on that particular beach at Hope Cove and the waves were gently lapping onto the pebbles and it was it was gorgeous. It's a nice sound, isn't it? Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so that was a nice part of our, our outside broadcast last week. And, in fact, it made me think about when we originally asked for contributions, we were very much saying, you know, find somewhere quiet and all of that sort of thing. And yeah, we don't necessarily want lorries driving past you in the background, although it can't always be helped. But a little bit of the evocative outsideness that you're in is yeah. quite nice. Really. Yeah, the, there's, we've had some nice comments about birdsong in the past, and that's generated yeah. a bit of bit of chat, hasn't it, about that? And, you know, everybody's got different sounds and yes. different smells and things. So when we did the bridges thing, I won't mention mm. it too much, but one of the bridges we crossed was right near the sewage works. Oh, yeah. Um, and we're used to that. And if the wind is coming in the wrong direction, it's pretty horrendous. It's but pretty stinky. We still go past that way because it sort of leads on to nicer things. But, yeah, yeah, the sights and sounds and smells of running are, are just mm. part of the experience. So Indeed. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that was mentioned by Sarah Wu is that she's found all of the Project Joker um, pieces, very inspiring. Um, she was talking particularly about these sort of breathless in-between interval um, pieces that people have done, like Linz has done and um, Ian's done them as well. So we were just wondering, has anyone else been inspired to take up Project Joker? I'm inspired yeah. in the kind of hopeful it might happen at some point in the future type way. Yeah, or even not following our plan, but just... Yeah. decided to to get yourself into some kind of plan you know what, what are you up to yeah um and i noticed from the comments that the scribbler said that she'd done her first open water swim oh yes following on from listening to the comments about the swish so, yeah uh, yeah more power to you all 
anyone else fancying open water because of what we've talked about? Because it is a bit of a thing that some people will say, no, I could never do that. But actually, it really is lovely. I promise, absolutely, it's lovely. We, we were down at the, the swoosh last weekend. Is it last weekend? Is it really only that? Yeah, yeah, it's just over it's, a week it's weird, ago. It? it feels like it's like a long time ago. But we were talking about the idea of getting more people and having some sort of big fetch camp. And I posted a blog on this in the week and titled it Fetch Fest 2020, imagining that this is something that we'll, we'll aim to do next summer. Uh, and it got more comments than just about any blog I've ever done. Um, so people, I think, are, are generally quite keen on the idea. The basic idea is that we will choose some sort of venue, pick a weekend, come on the Friday, go home on the Sunday, or book for longer if that's what you want to do at whatever campsite we're able to to find. Uh, we'll g- get together, we'll sit around and toast marshmallows in the evening. Hopefully some people will bring a couple of guitars. We'll have a bit of a sing-song. Um, I can bring a guitar. I just, I can't play it. Yeah. <laughs> we could toast marshmallows on your guitar. That's probably the oh, best, yeah. best use for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few impromptu races around the tents or something like that. Mm. Watch out for the guy who Let's wait till it's dark. Mm. Perfect. We're not doing anything yeah. that, that's organised under the, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. non-insurance of, of fetcheveryone.com. Yeah, a few people said stuff like, can you organise a, a race while we're there? Or um, how about you take us up a nearby mountain? Or, you know, do yeah. do anything like that. And they're all good ideas, but at the same time, no. Um, the idea is that we are, it's very much a kind of like, come along, do what you feel like doing. Mm. If you want to organise a group to go off and do stuff. Yeah. Um, during one of the days that we're there, then, then that's good. But so it's all very kind of um, woolly at the moment. But the Cash. general idea is get together, have yeah. a nice time. Try not to hate each other by Sunday. We don't want it to turn into something that we have to put so much kind of organisation into that it becomes an issue for us to do it. We want it to be something where we we can turn up and enjoy being with you all and just like having a lovely time. And hopefully we'll go somewhere where there's some open water swimming as well. And people can do some cycling if they want to and people can do some... Who's bing-bonging? me um but yes hopefully we'll go somewhere where we can do some swimming some cycling if you want to and and just you know we can we can plan all of those things as individuals but um we're we're not going to organize any organized stuff yeah the the main thing we're interested in is just kind of like sitting around with you a lot and yeah watching you go off and do whatever you want to do and come back later and tell us your stories yeah and because it's nice and it's fun and we we love being around you lot so yeah, cool. So look out for that. So uh, there'll be I'll be blogging about it, I guess, in the next month or so. Yeah. Um, but we're aiming for summer 2020. Okay. So I've done another blog um, with the Fetch 15th anniversary shirt design, uh, and it's it's my first stab at it. So it might change a little bit. Um, but just to rewind the clock 15 years or so, when I first made the Fetch shirts. I'm not sure there there were a, a huge number of of bright shirts out in in the in the running world. Um, so when the Fetch shirts first came out, they were definitely very bright and noticeable and highly noticeable. That's the highly same word. No, highly noticeable. Noticeable and highly noticeable. <laughs> yes. 
But yeah, two levels of noticeableness. Yeah, that was that's about right. Mm. So th- we've got a bit of a legacy of creating garish designs. And then when we got to our 10th anniversary, I thought, well, let's make a really super garish one. And if you've ever seen the, the anniversary, the 10th anniversary shirts, you'll know that they are pretty much like a like a headache in in um in clothing in clothing form a clothing headache yeah so it's hard to not to want to try and and beat that somehow so go and take a look at the pictures of the the shirt in my blog and hopefully you'll agree that I've I've upped my game a little bit so that'll be roughly what it looks like um also a few people have talked about the collar um and I am aiming for like a having a collar no not like you know button down you know with a tie or anything like that but just the the shape <laughs> of the that collar that would be noticeable that would probably be another level again yeah nice cuffs on it as well mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. and, a, and a little rose in the in the buttonhole yeah oh, lovely um no not like that okay no sort of um people were saying that like me for example i've got a massive head and my head only just fits in through my my shirt collar on my current fetch shirt so a slightly larger collar to be a bit more comfortable around the neck. What are you going to say? Because you keep saying collar and it's, it's driving me nuts. It's, it's the <laughs> neckline, isn't it, that you're talking about? Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So um, the neckline will be more like a, a V perhaps or, or a bit wider. So there's a bit more room for your neck. Yes. To go in. And your head. Yeah, indeed. Um, so more news on that soon, but go check out the design in my blog. Mm. That's um, fetcheveryone.com forward slash fetch blog, I think. Nice. Are you going to do You're that, looking Katie? looking at me as if I... <laughs> am I going to go and check out the design? No, it's imprinted. Yeah. It's on my eyeballs Burned forever. onto your retina. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to go and look at it. Now. Um, and the other bit of news is that this week, if you've been following our Who Squares Wins multi-match, we started off with 128 players. We were supposed to cut to 64 players last Monday, but it didn't quite work right. So I basically restarted the game and Monday midday we will be cutting down to 64 players. So go and check out who squares wins. Um, you might already be in the game, but um, the top 64 will go through to next week and then it'll cut down to 32, 16, 8, 4, 2, 1, and then we'll have a winner. And then we'll go around again. Yay. And as... as- people are being cut out of the multiplayer game doesn't really matter does it because they're still playing their own little games yeah you can still have a a 1v1 um and then the uh, eventually i'd like it so that there'll be a multiplayer game for anybody to join in at any time but for now whilst i'm sort of getting everything working it's the top 128 that go into it well we have a big screen when it's down to the the last trafalgar square yeah yeah yeah, we watched a cricket we yesterday. Did. We did. Um, I was really excited because it's the, I think it's the first time in about fifteen years that cricket's been on free to air telly. So oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, it was. It used to be on all the time, and I yeah. used to watch it all the time. And then they put it on Sky Sports, so mm. I only usually get to watch it when I was back at my parents' house because I'm too tight to pay for Sky Sports. Um, wow, well, we have a budget. And we have to stick yeah, to it, don't we? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I prefer food. <laughs> yes. 
So I, I watched pretty much every ball of that game and, and really loved it. And I looked around at one point, probably about three in the afternoon, and uh, my eldest stepson, Katie's eldest son, coincidentally, uh, <laughs> the, uh, him and Katie were in the room and they were both asleep. <laughs> and I was sitting there watching the cricket riveted. Mm, both of uh, us not slept particularly well the night before. No, no, that's um, fair enough. But it was yeah. quite amusing that I was the only one awake and the mm. cricket had, had gently put you all to sleep. But, but then what happened? But then it just built and built. It's, it's a slow burn... Like my boy says, it's like a pasta game. It's slow release energy. And then all of a sudden you get to that point right at the end where it was just utterly frenetic. Katie was yelling at the telly, even though she told us, don't let me yell at the telly. My throat's going to go on fire. And you did yell and it did hurt, didn't it? It did hurt. No, it was extremely exciting. I've never seen anything like it, actually, in any of the sports I've watched where... I hope this isn't spoiling it for anyone, but um, if anyone's been saving up the World Cup to watch, um, just the most amazing moment where someone was running to get in and he he literally just threw himself and his bat over the line. And in doing so, the ball that the fielder had sent to then to to, the hit, hit the, to stump him out, whatever it's called, I don't Running know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know any of the terms. Hit his bat... And rebounded such that he then scored accidentally another four runs. Yeah. Because he got the got the ball to the boundary with a rebound off his outstretched bat. Yeah. So which he clearly hadn't meant to do. Yeah, he knew that, that he'd made contact with it. Yeah. And he he could have, you know, if he if he was being unsportsmanly, he could have got up and started trying to add more runs. Yeah. But he would have known that had he done that deliberately, the umpire yeah. would have um given him out or disallowed the runs. Yeah. Um, I think he would have been out actually for right. for that because um, it's hit the ball twice. Yeah, that's the thing. Mm. Um, but because it had gone for four, they had to give the runs. So he was apologising and. But it was it made the difference between there probably not being a tie and there being a tie. Yeah. Um, and he was in, he was incredible. He he'd batted for a very long time. He continued to right down to the wire to get us to the point where we tied with them. And then we had this super over. Yeah, which is, <laughs> again, just, I think the um, your youngest came downstairs as well because he heard all the yelling at the end of the, yeah, the main he, innings. And, and he came down to see the, the bat rebounding yeah. moment, didn't he? And then we all sat there on the edges of our seats watching the super over. And it was just so close and exciting. Yeah. Um, Next up, I've got to try and introduce you to five-day cricket because it's a whole different feel to it as well. Get a good sort of book and a, a yeah. something else to do while you're doing it and you can just sit there for five days, not just one day. Yeah. Uh, that would be good, wouldn't it? Uh. Yeah. So that was really awesome and, yeah, you could see how much it meant to them and it meant a lot to me as well because I, yeah. I remember in 1992... Uh, when we were last in the final, I was in GCSE business studies mm. and Mr. Randall just kind of paused talking about it and we all just stopped and listened to England slowly collapsing like a flan in the oh. cupboard um, at the hands of Wazi Makram. Um, and, and we lost that one quite badly. But um, yes. What was the name of the um, fabulous New Zealand bowler who, who bowled their super over? Uh, Trent Bolt. Bolt, that's yeah. right. He was amazing. I mean, his bowling was 
was really superb and it was just incredible kind of this batsman up against this bowler just both of them using every bit of their skill to try and squeeze yeah. the best result out of those six bowls yeah he was digging it right in right at the batsman's feet to stop him being able to get a good swing yeah. at it because you know if, if you anywhere shorter than that and you can get a real good yeah. wall up um yeah. so he was bowling some good yorkers but then stokes managed to get hold of a couple and then our boy Archer came on and did his yeah. bowling looking like a scared schoolboy, but actually did amazing, yeah. apart from that first one that he did, which was wide, but he did an amazing job. They all did. It was it was very sad to see someone having to lose out of that match, actually, because they both just played out of their socks. Yeah, yeah, it was a real good advert for cricket, and yeah. you know, can't help but be a bit twitchy to want to yeah. get the old whites back on. <laughs> see, you off for a few <laughs> yeah. days then, though. Yeah. Um, I was going to mention a blog at this point, but I'm not going to now because we've got a piece later on that covers that. So I'm not going to. Okay. And we've talked about the cricket as well. That's another that's, one of our lists. That's why it? I said that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Bedford Bridges then. Can we talk about it now? We can we, talk about we it. We sort of talked about it a bit. We can talk about yeah. it. It was a lovely day, wasn't it? Yeah. I think the my first sort of thing that I'm remembering from the day is is both of us being in our kit by 9am and just sort of looking at each other going, oh, it's another two hours, no one's here yet. Well, uh, we no, 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 whoa, 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 rewind. <laughs> I just remember the bit, the way before that, sort of at 8am. I wasn't in my kit when our first caller came. No. I was I, in my bed. I wasn't in my kit either. I wasn't in my pants. Um, but <laughs> I had my dressing gown on, my hair was proper full-on Einstein, just got out of bed. And uh, there was a knock on the door and it was... Fenland Flyer was on his way to Great Denham Parkrun, but he'd parked just around the corner from us, so he came and knocked the door to say, I'm here. And so I think he was, like, shocked in a sort of backing away kind of thing when I turned up with my dressing gown and uh, invited him in. But he said, oh, no, no, you're all right, you're all right. So he went off to Great Denham, and then we sat around for a bit, and then I think Trin arrived, and, and then all of a sudden there were 20 fetchies in our house and I was trying to make as many cups of tea and coffee as I could while simultaneously answering the door, calming yeah. the dogs down. Yes, it didn't um, really help that I'd planned a treatment at half past ten, it had it really, but um <laughs> Yeah. And you were having to field everything whilst I was getting on with that. So it was alright. I think everybody got the drink they wanted. And, yeah. Uh yeah, fantastic. So we, then we trooped outside and I stood on the little wall at the corner of our house and Gave, oh, well, we could put that in now, couldn't gave we? Gave a little briefing. Yes, perfect. Yeah. Over to me. Okay, you may begin. Oh, blimey. All right, okay. Um, right, have you all signed the disclaimer? <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, okay. Of course. The, the, in a nutshell, it just says, if you break anything, just go and see somebody else. Don't see me. Um, yeah. Uh, no longer registered or insured. <laughs> okay, so if you want some cheap medication, go and see Alan. She's flogging it off. Yes? Question at the back? I'm trying to get a signal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the, I guess we're, we're, I don't know whether we all sort of run together or we cl go in clumps or what. Does anybody have any clues? Because I don't. This we, is... At the terms, we tend to set, all, set up at the same time. Some people wait, but we kind of go in clumps and you end up sort of just in groups of rough sort of running speeds. That okay, help, so clump. Everyone clump. Clump. Just clump. Yeah. clump. So... 
in a, in a nutshell, the route is we go, we're going to take a wander down to the river now and go right along the river as far as the new bridge for local Bedford people um, yeah. that's just beyond the town bridge. And then we're going to come back along the south side of the river. And, and then. Yeah, all right. <laughs> no pressure. I, I will, I will, yes. And then when we get, when we've done that, we come back to the south side of the river and then we're going to basically go around Priory Lake and then snake our way back towards the pub, which is the main bit. And we are crossing yeah. the bridges, As many as we can, yeah. We won't go across Terminator Bridge because then you get on. You'll have to wait and see. The one that goes over to Tesco. Yeah, we'll come back yeah. here, so you can, if you want to yeah. change or whatnot. <laughs> There's a reason we call it Terminator Bridge, but uh, ask me later. Um, <laughs> and if those of you who don't want to do five and a half miles, there's probably like a three-ish mile loop, which I think, are you doing that? Do, you might yeah, do that. I'll do that if there's people that want to do it. Yeah, and that's, um, that's just avoiding going around the lake. So yeah. we'll definitely regroup at that point where you can split off if you want to. So. Um, I might sneak in a secret bridge for those doing the three. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Right. Has everybody got a signal? Does everybody know what yeah. they're doing? So that that very thorough briefing saw us off on our way, and um, it went very nicely up the river, negotiating the food festival. Yeah. Called Taste. Yeah. It was uh, sort of one day only, and we only realised a couple of days before the the run that it was happening. Yeah, I saw the signs around and about, but hadn't really properly cottoned on. Yeah. But that didn't really stop us yeah. gang of fetchies did it we got no. through there fine a little group went off across one of the bridges that i hadn't imagined they were going to go and cross so that, that at one point they were on the wrong side of the river that was number one bridge wasn't it yeah that's what we call it yeah um so luckily they were running the right way along the other side of the river so i knew that i'd be able to catch them up so i was ah. sort of hearing around trying to make sure that we, we yes. got those guys yeah so they would have crossed the king's outfall the wrong way then yeah <sighs> That king. You can't do that. That outfall. You don't want to cross the outfall the wrong way. No. Um, it's called the King's Ditch Bridge, isn't it? Isn't King's it? Ditch Outfall. Okay. But someone has, has graffitied it, so it says King's Bitch. Have you <laughs> noticed? I hadn't noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had seen that. My story might have been better. Yeah. Yeah, so we all, we all went upstream, and then we all came back downstream. Yeah. And we all regrouped by the Priory Car Park, by the Priory Lake. And at this point, we decided that anyone who wanted a shorter route, although it didn't quite end up being as short as I'd sort of said it would be, um, would come with me. And anyone who wanted the longer route down to Otterbridge would go with Ian. And so we we he headed off and I took um, my little gang to see a secret bridge, which they all said was the best bridge, in fact. Yeah. And my lot were all thoroughly disappointed with their longer run. And, yeah. <laughs> I took them down to, we call it Otter Bridge, but that's more like a bit of a sort of the, the tourist board remarketing because it's basically the one that's next to the sewage works. But there are rumours that there are otters in uh, mm. little dens. What do otters live in? Dens? Caves? Hollows? Something like that. Yeah, we didn't see any anyway. No, we um, never but, see them, do we? But no, luckily the wind was in the right direction as well, so we didn't have too much of a niff. So anyway, so you guys went off to the secret so bridge. So we did the secret bridge, which is a very pretty and very small bridge. And um, and then I took them round back to the river path and round to Beefy Spot, which is where we swim. Yeah. Um, but before we got to Beefy, we did a little bit of a chat just after we'd done some quite interesting posing on a noisy bridge which hopefully I'll get that up in the gallery as well, that yeah. photo. 
So we've just done spanning the bridge with our legs and taken a picture, which hopefully I've now put in the gallery, which I think you'll find both interesting and disturbing. Uh, probably in just about equal measure. Maybe slightly more disturbing, actually, than interesting. Um, and we're wandering our way back down. We're going to do a little bit of running in a minute, but we're just enjoying the river. And I'm joined by three fetchy ladies, two of which are going to have a little chat. So, first of all, Heligan, what, what does Bedford Bridges mean to you? <laughs> oh, Apart I'm, from I'm, so breathless. I'm enjoying it, but I am breathless. Okay. And I wish all the bridges didn't go up in the middle. <laughs> but they do go down the other side, so it kind of makes up for it. It's probably a good job that last one didn't go up in the middle as well. Because <laughs> yeah, it could have been a bit much, really. It could, it could. And Sarah, what, what about you? What does this all mean to you? What are, how are you with us this weekend? Tell us a little bit about that. We've come in our motorhome to a field somewhere outside Bedford. I'm not sure where, but I'm told it's near Box End. Okay. Um, we came last night and um, it's very peaceful and quiet and pretty. Lovely. And then we cycled in to Bedford this morning to your house. And most of the so the ride was along the river, which was lovely. All sorts going along, going on along the river this morning. So you've extra bridged, yes, haven't you? Yes, we've extra bridged. We've done at least three bridges on the way here. And what do you think of the bridges that we've we've done today? What what do you think about the secret bridge? The Ooh. secret bridge is definitely the best one because oh, yeah. the others won't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Good. Oh, well, lovely. it's lovely to have you all here and uh, we're going to do a little bit more running now so we're going to get off so that we don't have to do heavy breathing and uh, we'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye. So meanwhile, um, our uh, gang of uh, longer runners, uh, we're not taller or anything, we just ran longer, you know. Uh, so we came around the back end of Priory Lake and along the river path and finally met up with these guys who are all giggling like loons and they showed me the, the photographs that they'd taken and I blasphemed and suddenly thought, oh, hang on, I shouldn't be doing that. Mm. Um, yeah, but um, so we, we did another little bit of recording when we all got together. So here's that one for you now. All right, I'm, I'm doing a bit of recording for the podcast. So I don't, I'm saying this as much for the benefit of the tape as it is for the people who are around me who might want to flee from the recording so we've done i've done nearly five miles how is everybody else doing nearly five miles yeah yeah good so i don't think we've lost anybody but we've got a group that have legged it into the distance and they're probably all in the pub nicely toasted by now back at the pub so um we are stood by katie's special beefy spot <laughs> <laughs> So, Hell's Bells has just fallen into the river. (laughs) And um, yeah, so it's all been pretty good so far. I've lost count of the number of bridges that we've crossed. Is everybody having a good time? Yes. Yeah, good. If anybody said no, I couldn't hear them then, so that's good. Um, And we've got about another mile and a half to go and about half an hour in which to do it. So, I reckon we're probably good for that. Yeah. yeah, all right, you, you crack on. We'll, I'll hold your coat. Cool. So, yeah, good. Should I, there's no point in me saying nothing. So does anybody want to say anything or should we just get going? Let's just get going. <laughs> so then we all headed off our weary, not very weary way to the pub, which was fabulous. And the, the pub um, is called The Embankment. It's a hotel as well. And they'd very sensibly put us into 
a separate room all on our own. Um, so all of our sweat and heat and stinkingness could all be filtered off out of the main pub area. And there were a great many pies eaten. Yes. Yeah, I think the people who didn't have pies were probably quite jealous of the people who did have pies. I, I, did did, have? I had a steak burger. Yeah. I did quite enjoy my steak burger, but I'd say it wasn't... And my chips were a bit sad. I don't know why, but I got these little tiny skinny things. Yeah. Everyone else had these big <coughs> chunky looking kind of, you know, solid looking chips. Yeah. Nosipus, who was sitting two steps to the left of me, also had skinny chips as well. Was he disappointed? He he wanted the chunkier ones. Yeah. So, yeah. I was a bit Note sad to the embankment, them. chunky chips next chunky time, please. Chunky chips all the way. Um, but generally speaking, the, the food good is pretty food. good. So. Yeah, my treacle tart was enjoyable. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So there's another picture in the gallery uh, where you can see my ulula. I thought it was a uvula. Uvula? Uli- I, th- I thought ukulele. so. Ukulele? Could have been a ukulele down there. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, you could see my breakfast pretty much. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we just sort of sat around and ate our food and chatted. And, and chats. Um, and then... That was it. Then we went home. Then we went home. Yeah. And um, it was a very, really good day, really nice. Nice to see some new faces. There was a new fetchy who we've actually been talking to on and off, we think, for about seven years as, an, as a dog walker. Um, so it was nice for him to come along. He didn't make it for the run because he's been a bit poorly, but he made it to the to the food, so that was good. And But lots of uh, old faces, new faces, just lovely. Just a yeah. really classic fetch get-together. And a special mention for Malvin Pete, who um, is Sarah Wu's other half. She's recently um, inaugurated him into, is that the right word? Into the, the fetch community, and he seems to have the running bug. And uh, that was the furthest I think he's ever run, ever. So uh, good on him. He was he was hoping it would be ten k, but the route was a little bit shorter than that. Um, but yeah, he was he was very very good on the day, and I reckon he could easily oh yeah knock out another kilometer on top of that to make it up to the ten. Yeah. So he's got the the bug. Yeah, definitely. And, and good luck to him. I think the other thing to mention about one of the the things that he said. Um, was when before the run was he was a bit worried that everyone would run off and you know he'd be the the last one and I think if any of you are thinking of joining one of the bridges events the Thames Bridge Challenge or the Bedford or wherever if any of the others uh, that have been rumoured to pop up do pop up no one ever gets left behind it's not what we do um we will always have someone that's making sure that everyone's fine um I just decided that I would be kind of like sweeper Katie and that I would be um, making sure that whoever was near the back was not on their own and and that's how it works at all of these things no one gets left no one gets lost and Um, if you're a faster runner and like you you maybe think oh well there'll there'll be a lot of stops while we regroup then if I've I was not the fastest there but I was certainly comfortable running at you know a good speed but I found it was actually really good fun every now and again to just turn around run back through all the runners catch up with everybody say find out how everybody was doing and then make my way back through the field again to to get back to the front to sort of issue directions and everything like that and to help everybody get around the route that we planned yeah so if you're a speedier runner it doesn't mean that you're going to get an interrupted run it just means you have to do the nice thing actually and and go back and encourage everybody behind you because yeah. we've all been in that position at one yeah. point. 
It's something that we do at, um, at Bedford Harriers. I mean, I say we, I haven't been to any of the running sessions at, at Harriers for a very long time, but um, in, in any group that goes out, rather than the people who are at the front of the group stopping and waiting on a corner, what they do is they run back around and join the back of the, the slower members of the group. And okay, they then will pass them and go on. And there's usually an understanding that at a corner or at a kind of particular point, the, the fastest members of the group will run back. Yeah. And it is a really nice way of doing it. It's much nicer than wait for slow members to catch up and then immediately leave again because the slower runners just feel like they're always kind of... And they um, don't ever get a break then and they, and they feel like they've got to try and keep up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was really, I felt the atmosphere was lovely. I thought everyone got on really well and um, everyone looked out for each other. There were lots of people making sure... Um, that everyone was okay. So yeah. there's Mike Ian, Jar did a good job. Mike of... Jar, Fen and Fly, every, lots of people buzzing around, just making sure that everyone was okay, and it was it was really lovely. Yeah. So yeah. we we talked this morning about whether we'd do it again, and it was like both. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And what would we change? I would change we'd get a few be- things. We'd get better about having the coffee ready. <laughs> we'd have the coffee ready. The other thing that I can't change, but I wished I could change. You know, when you talk about seeing something through someone's eyes. Well, I was hearing something through someone else's ears very much, and I was very conscious for Liebling of the loud, ridiculously loud music as we went past the bandstand, and which the hurt, which hurt my ears. Yeah. Um, the bells, the the church was doing a, a kind of some kind of peal of bells, yeah. and it just <laughs> I was thinking, oh, everything, just be quiet a bit, please. So it was it was really nice when we then moved away from the towny bit and went back out towards Priory. So. Yeah, because um, yeah. I think those sorts of repetitive, echoey, clangy type noises, reverberating noises are really hard if you have ear issues. So, yeah, I, I can't change that. But uh, maybe the other thing to maybe think about is places that are quieter with less stuff yeah. going on. I mean, I hate to say it, but it doesn't have to be about the bridges, does it? It could just be like <laughs> we could go, we'd go for a run no, somewhere in a big group. it's quite exciting to yeah. the bridges. It was nice because it, it, yeah. it sort of punctuated the, the yeah. run. So, yes, it has to be about the bridges. What was I saying? No, yeah. A couple of contributions um, from Fetchies this week. Uh, the first one comes from Yummy, and she did a piece for us a couple of weeks ago talking about how she was just about starting to taper for her ultra, I think. Yes. She was saying how the training hadn't gone brilliantly, but she was ready to give it a go and and feeling all inspired. So here is her post-race report. Hello, Fetchies. This is Yummy. Today is two days after the St Cuthbert's Way Ultra, so I'm feeling really stiff and sore. And um, I'll whisper just in case you're eating. One of my toenails just fell off. Uh, So how was the St Cuthbert's Way Ultra? Well, it was hot. It was a really hot day and really humid, which built to a terrific thunderstorm in the evening. It was also really hard. I'd imagined that if I got to the final checkpoint, which was about nine miles from the finish, that I would feel really good because I'd feel like at that point there's no way that I couldn't finish. But in fact, the four miles after that checkpoint were the hardest miles of all because I just felt so tired that nine miles just felt too far. My husband um, was running with me from that checkpoint to the finish and the poor guy just had me whimpering and moaning, it's too hard, I can't do it, I want to stop. 
Um, but he did a great job. And along with my sister and oldest boy, I had a fantastic support crew and I couldn't have made it through the day without them. Actually, I, I really couldn't have made it through the day without them, not just because of the emotional support, but it was so hot. I needed them to meet me with extra water so often. In fact, those runners without a support crew must have had a, a really tough day. My husband was giving out so much water to um, other runners that he had to go to the nearest supermarket and buy a load more. And there were a lot of dropouts. There was like 37 in the 45 mile event and more than 40 in the 100 kilometre event. There were a lot of runners with support crews though and the atmosphere was amazing. You got to recognise the same crews of runners who were going about the same pace and they were all so encouraging and the checkpoint crews were amazing too. So if you ever want to run 45 miles in searing heat, I would definitely recommend this event. So how did I do? Well, I'd abandoned all hope of a fast for me time when I picked up injuries in training and I then abandoned all hope for any speed when I saw the weather forecast. Um, I turned my Garmin just to display the time of day because um, I knew that my brain would turn to sludge and I wouldn't be able to calculate pace and that way I could just run to feel and not worry about pace at all. I felt I was running okay but not fast and then obviously really slowed at the end and actually um, I didn't know my time until the next day uh, yesterday when I checked the results and then I double checked them and then I asked my husband to check them. Um, I'd finished a time of 12 hours and 24 minutes and 45 seconds which made me 27th overall and 13th female. I couldn't believe it and I still can't. It feels a bit like it happened to someone else. It was really, really tough. And in the hardest miles, I did say to my husband, you mustn't ever let me do anything like this again. And I can't ever imagine doing something like the West Highland Away race where my distance wouldn't even get me halfway. People who do that race are properly superhuman. But, you know, there's some really nice 50 kilometer ultras around and about and they couldn't hurt too much could they thanks yummy and congratulations and it's it's lovely to hear that you're you are already contemplating something that's a little bit longer and i would also say never say never about the west highland way because it's like anything isn't it you start doing it and then you get dragged into thinking about longer and longer and, and yeah and clearly um, tough yeah, she's clearly very tough. And um, I think that actually does take us quite nicely into the next piece because one of the themes of um, this next piece is um, about getting on with things and not putting obstacles in your own way. And um, that's all I'm going to say about it, really. But thank you very much, Trin, for sending us this piece, which is a eulogy to Steady Adina. Hello Fetchies. As many of you know, we lost one of our Fetch family recently. Steady Adina, who had been battling ovarian cancer for the last eight years, sadly passed away on the 24th of June. The celebration of her life took place on the 10th of July and I went along to pay my last respects to this wonderful lady and say goodbye. Rhubarb and Ultradunk were also there and I know for myself I felt proud to be able to represent Fetch Everyone at the service because Steady Adina was a much-loved Fetchy. I'm sure Rhubarb and Ultradunk felt the same. We were told that Steady Adina planned everything for this day. 
the order of events, the service and the music. One of the first songs played was Belter by Jerry Cinnamon, which was one of her favourite songs. The celebrant who gave the reflection on Steady Adina's life was wonderful and portrayed her character so well. No excuses, just determination was the phrase that kept coming through and that was how Steady Adina remained strong to the end. There was a lovely tribute by Steady Adina's cousin and she described the person that I remember from when we first met. I don't remember when this first meeting was but Steady Adina had this way about her that made me feel that we'd known each other forever. She had a very warm personality. During the time of reflection, the song being played was There is a Light That Will Never Go Out by the Smiths. And thinking about the work that Steady Adina did in the last years of her life with both Parkrun and raising awareness of ovarian cancer on TV and radio, Thanks to her, I'm sure there are many lights that will never go out. The poem, Look for Me in Rainbows, was read out, which was emotional and beautiful in equal amounts. At the front of the hall hung three of Steady Adina's rowing tops. One from her club, one from Parkrun, and in the middle was her fetch top. Next to them was a table and on it were many of her medals, including one from the Fetch Mile. But pride of place was the Dr K Memorial Trophy that she won last year. I can still remember how pleased she was on Fetch to have won it. And now she's joined Dr K and other great Fetches that we have lost, but we'll remember in our own ways, whether we met them in person or not. No excuses, just determination. It's one of the things that I will carry from Steady Adina's legacy. And lastly, I just want to thank Ian and Katie for suggesting that I do this piece for for the podcast. It has been an honour. Thank you. Thank you, Trin. That that was lovely and very touched to see that the the Fetch shirt got a, a, a place there and I'm sure that Dupsy, who was the person who organised the the Dr. K Cup, would also be very moved to know that um, the trophy that he sent out to Adina was uh, was featured as well. So yeah, that's hard to know how to follow that really, but just to go out there and not have any excuses and just give it your all. Yeah, I think it's... It was quite incredible reading her blogs. I didn't ever meet her. Um, Her blogs were just so matter-of-fact always and there was no sense of self-pity at all. Um, So she was clearly quite an incredible person just going on the tributes and things I've seen around and about the place. And, And I hope everyone knows that there's lots of us um, out here and around who who are always not able maybe to be there in a real sense but we're we're here in a virtual sense uh, how far has done done us another lovely song and we felt like it was a nice reminder of that lovely cloud of fetchies that's out there um mm. so 
thanks for listening to the podcast this week, everyone. And we'll leave you with how far. Hello, everybody. And welcome to the Fetch Everyone podcast. Hello everybody. Hello Fetchies, this is the Scribbler. It's Maz H here. Hello Fetchies, all top here. It's TB here. Mandy Moo down here. Hello Fetchies and podcast people. This is Fleecy. Hi Fetchies, this is Raymond. Hello Fetchies, I'm DJ. Hello everybody, I saw somebody wind down their window and shout to me, Alright, Simon! That's all my name, my name's Daniel. Hello, Pet Jeeves, this is Sam Joe. Hi, this is Elsie too. Baroness BL. Hi everyone, you've got Bob Watson here, aka Wild Rover. Hi, Pet Jeeves, this is Goofy. Hello, Pet Jeeves, this is Lady Steel here. Hi Fetchies, it's Cora here. Hello Fetchies, it's Trin. Hello Fetchies, it's Potenty here. Hello Fetchies, this is Fenland Flyer. How are you all today? It's Magoo in here. Hello everyone, this is Groundhog. Hello Fetchies! We've got Josie all known. Fenland Flyer, Minardi, and Bobby Boy. Hello, this is Hello Kent. Just running Mum of Three Boys. Hi, Fetchies. This is Lady's Day. You want to introduce yourself? I'm Fleecy. Could you be so different? Silver Shadows, in front of me, say hello. Hello. I'm Nitra. Hello, Fetchies. It's Bint Skin here, speaking to you from Under the Thank you.